Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by B.B. Dalman and Rosalind McNally. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of Earth School. Um, so we're going to start by sharing with you that we're going to be going on a, just, a, I don't know how long, but a little bit of a pause for the coming weeks. And we mm-hmm. want to step into our season three. We felt we'd come to a natural end of the life cycle for season two, but we really want to take the time to step consciously into our season three, I suppose, that way and to really consider how we can best be of service to you and what we wish to share with you going forward. So this will be our little last episode for season two, but just for a short period. Um, mm-hmm. So you get a bit of a breather from us, um, but we'll also share some of our best highlights and episodes in the coming weeks. Um, and for this episode, we thought we'd take this opportunity we often chat about the cycles of life, like so we're taking this opportunity to stand on the spiral of our life to see where we are at at this moment. Yes, we could say that we're two years since we sort of first started with our lockdowns and COVID and all of that. And there's so much happening in the world as it is currently in this moment in time too. But even within all of that, it's a beautiful space just to pause and to look back and reflect and to really harvest from this last period because we are moving into in a sense new territories for mm-hmm. some of us maybe we're starting new things or they're still coming to form coming to life so we're really consciously being aware of what am I taking with me into these new beginnings or into these continuations so mm-hmm. come with us as we go on a little walk maybe <laughs> baby my dear you're very welcome Mm, good to be here. How does it feel for you to stand at this point of the spiral? You know, I mean, here in the podcast, it feels really good. I think there is, we all have probably areas in our life where there's just an innate trust in, in how things unfold. And for me, it's a lot through through my work and, and definitely in, in the work that we're doing together always has been sort of a natural cycle, right? Uh, that feeling that comes in when something is ending, and we were both always clued into that in a way and, you know, kind of open enough to share it with one, mm. one another. We're like, oh, I just think the energy for that isn't quite there anymore, you know? And I was like, no way, I feel the same. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully. There's <laughs> <laughs> been synchronicities. So in, in, in that regard, it feels really nice because it's, it's, it feels like a new iteration is coming, you know, for the podcast, for how we do our work mm. together. We're back in the same country, which is amazing yeah. to, to see each other even in person for the first time in three years last week. So it's just like still vibrating through me. Um, so, so it feels like there's something new coming, mm-hmm. but we were chatting about that in a lead up to it, right? We, we don't, neither of us is quite sure what it is and how it shapes up, but there's something present. So in this area of my life, I'm like really trusting that and, and saying that just that nobody thinks like I'm like, we're, we've always got to figure out. And like, this is one area of my life where I'd really trusted. There are plenty areas in my life where I'm resisting change, where if I was to stand at this point, at this finishing touch, where I'm like freaking out because I'm not clear where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, in, in, in general, it can be both a beautiful moment where like just celebrating, it's like, 
as a way of saying this, instead of finishing a graduation moment, you know, yeah. you, you finished your course or you finished your studies. And then there's this point where you just celebrate that. And before yeah. you start getting jobs or, you know, move into a different dynamic of your life again. So I kind of like to linger in that energy a little bit or try to, you know, make sure if I'm getting too much panicky in other areas of my life to kind of feel that mm. graduation energy, I think has a nice vibe to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be the same. Like, do you know, like for me, it's like, a, because there's there's two of us in this here, but we both mm. work differently, but similarly that way, mm. but there's absolute trust that it, it, everything has its own life cycle and sort of just letting it flow with it. And then the same in life, but then it obviously, because it's maybe we work individually then as well, like, you know, like, so it's, mm. there's a different energy around that, but even beneath maybe what the head does be saying or the little inner critic might be chatting about when it comes to sort of the endings, the letting goes, the shedding, the skins, like that even beneath and the deepest levels, there's always the greatest trust. Like, But mm. our heads will get in the way. Like, you know, and that's for everybody. Like we can have this deep part of our inner being that knows it is time for me to move country. It is time for me to leave this relationship. It is time for me to start something new. It's time for me to take up a hobby. Like, you know, it's time for me to move my body. You know, like there's some deep knowing. But then obviously the parts of us then, maybe our little inner critic or just somebody from the outside goes, oh, really? Mm. Like it's really a ripe moment. Like, do you know, like if you're on that high wave, like seriously, why would you? Why would you stop riding that wave? Mm. And to me, the biggest part is because if I feel it, I have to. <laughs> Do you know, like, and I, I might resist it, depending on what that wave is. <laughs> I may, I can hold on to it for a while, but somewhere along the way, I'll go at a deep inner knowing that I have to trust that it's time to sort of jump off into the water, possibly, and just lay back for a while mm. and do like the sort of the dead man's float almost, like, but just lay there and the trust and the surrender off it, like. But it's yeah. also the knowing that like in these endings, there is always, there will always come the seeds of beginnings. Like, But it can be tough at the same time when we're ending things, even though we're not ending this, but like in life in general, we're standing in a spiral now, looking back and noticing maybe what has ended over the last two years for us, like yeah. as a collective, as individuals, you know, like and where, and where have I maybe, and where am I still holding on to them possibly, like and not allowing them to come to full completion, to allow myself to graduate, as you said, like, where am mm -hmm. I not allowing myself to collect that little roll of paper and go, I survived that, like. Yeah. And, you know, I know that looking back and really celebrate those, those moments that were really enjoyable or there were breakthrough moments or there were moments of resilience um, in, 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 all aspects of our life, I suppose it is. It feels collectively as well. It's that in astrologically when we look at it, it is very much mm -hmm. that time of of really going back and and savoring. You know, it's like I get come back to to college or course. You know, those those lunches you went with your friends that you know became maybe so. I always remember teacher training like in, in the States and over like this intensive and like we just went for lunch and it was like just something really that bonded us really together because um, it was like such an intense training and so just yeah. for those 45 minutes of a lunch we just like we relaxed and we had something to eat and we were laughing and it kind of created really strong strong connections but at the time you didn't actually realize that because we were just trying to get through the train was just so intense just in terms of personal development as well so you were just getting through the days and it was only when you were coming to the end you're like oh my god we're never ever gonna have these lunches again because mm -hmm. people were coming from all over the world you know the, the chance that all of us are sitting on one table together is like 
it can happen, but it's probably mm. not going to happen next week, Tuesday again. So I think in that way, looking back, because the last two years have been challenging in that way. And sometimes we we tend to focus on that, which which we're either happy to to be over with mm. or the things that really tore us apart. And we tend to forget in that these other moments. So I think this coming to graduation, coming full circle is really an invitation as well. I look back and, and just kind of give a bit of value and attention to those parts in your life where you went like, wow, high five me or, yeah. <laughs> you know, where friends really rose up and were there for you. And just to let them know that now, I think that's also, you you were sort of alluding to that sort of the uh, t- tidying up the loose ends in a way where you're like, you know what? I actually never sent that person flowers. I never actually said thanks. They might mm. not even be aware how much they helped me in that moment just by doing that sm- seemingly small thing. So it's, it's a way of, we tend to do that at the end of a calendar year. Mm. But I think at the end of any cycle, that's beautiful just to kind of acknowledge the people who've been pivotal in who you have evolved into, I suppose, over that cycle. Mm-hmm. It's like, like, just like, it's like, take the pen and paper now, like, you know, and write down, you know, like, who has been my support system? Who's really been there for me? Like, when I'm lying on the floor going, I'm done with this shit, like, but also when I am in flow, when I am really, enjoying life when I am maybe really succeeding in what I've put my energy mm-hmm. into who is still there at those moments too like sometimes we lose people at either end of the scale depending mm-hmm. on where we're at um so it's like who are the people that really do have fed and nurtured me and really nourish me in this space like and mm-hmm. then also like writing down like you know what has changed for me in these last couple of years like you know all of the little changes just so you can actually see how resilient you are like and, and what you have navigated because it's mm. very easy just to forget everything that we that we've grown through and the aspects because we go oh well now if I'm feeling a little bit more life force or now if I'm feeling the world's opened up again I can hop on a plane we mm. can very easily forget the past that has made us who we are like mm. so can I sort of stick a little pinpoint on that map so I can really recognize those places. And as you said, celebrate them. Like, mm. Yeah, I think when we when we look at how our past influences our, our future, you know, that's also what sort of comes to mind. The end mm. of the cycle and what I'm taking from this cycle is, is sort of shaping my beliefs and my vision as I'm going forward. So there's always this part of, you know, when you go through a difficult time, you're like, is it too early to make a joke about that? Like when we were stuck for three weeks in France unexpectedly on our way home, you know, like slowly I'm coming to that point where I'm like, I can laugh about that. <laughs> but, but at the time it was really, really, really challenging and yeah. stressful in, 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 in many ways. But the reason why I'm saying is that sometimes we get stuck in a narrative around a situation from that point, the one perspective in time, it was hard, it was difficult. And as a result, my God, maybe that could influence me to never, ever go into a camper and live abroad for a bunch of years, you know? So it's, it's understanding, acknowledging the difficulties, but then also looking at, are you holding on to a past narrative around, you know, your own story, who you are, the different events. And as a result of that, do you know, we say it in our language so often, like, Jesus, I would never do that again. And sometimes that's exactly what needs to happen. It's like, okay, don't repeat that. But sometimes it's also to check in, like, would you really not do it again? Or is that just that feeling that you had in that moment? Mm. Because you felt totally embarrassed when you stood up in front of people and you said something and just like didn't arrive the way you intended to. He's like, I'm never going to get up and yeah. teach or speak in front of people, you know, or are we holding ourselves back? So there is this, this sort of, I suppose, 
digestion period as well that comes to the end of a cycle where you have an opportunity to rewrite your own narrative. And in that way, you can write yourself free without any bypassing, without any sugarcoating, but instead by really diving in deep and going like, that was a shock at the time. I've, I've learned what I needed mm. to learn. And now looking back, I'm going like, holy shit, I was brave doing this, you know? And so then it's your choice. Which one do you want to take forward? The, oh, let's never do this again. Or the, whoa, that was actually quite brave. And imagine how that influences the possibilities mm. that you see for yourself in the next cycle. Yeah. It's like you're letting, you're letting the story shape you. Like, but you're like, if you hold on to that story about, oh my God, I'm never doing that again. Like, like, John will often say never say never and I'm like yeah I've learned that one never say never <laughs> do you know like but it's the idea like we're letting maybe that story really like consume us but restrict us mm -hmm. rather than allowing it to open up to flow like because in reality n not everything and every story is a disaster like there's always going to be moments off this aspect of life that has given me so much more potential now, like or an understanding of myself, of other people, of life, of what I want, of what I definitely don't want. Do you know, like mm -hmm. what I'm willing to accept, what I'm not definitely willing to accept. Do you know, like rather than we just paint it with the one color of the paintbrush, rather than realizing there's a million colors in there. Like, so to me, it's like then stepping forward. What is the story then that I'm willing to start creating now? Like, mm -hmm. do you know, because if, if I've been, if I'm taken from the past, then I'm deciding what I'm stepping into this life. Just like mm -hmm. I said at the very beginning, stepping consciously out of an ending and into a beginning, like which are not full stops, which flow one into the other. They're not two different pieces of string. They're the same piece mm -hmm. of string, except mm -hmm. we're marking that place, putting a little flag on it, going, that's where I've chose to complete this part of this par part of life or this behavior, this way of thinking, and where I'm choosing now to start practicing this new way maybe of thinking about myself, of treating myself, of treating others, of starting a new job or whatever it is. like. So we're bringing the, the, the beauty and the gold with us. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And, you know, it's like you said, the boundaries are blurry, right? Because just thinking back of the chat we had before we went on here to record this is like this, these ideas for the next series are coming into our mind and they, they made us giggle. And, you know, mm. there's this, you could feel that like, not that we don't have enthusiasm for, for yeah. pretty much every recording, um, but there was just a sort of like sense of newness and we couldn't quite put our finger on what exactly it is, but we both have, we're not going to share it just yet, but like we have both feelings of where we would love this to develop into mm -hmm. and what we're longing for and where we think like that would be really most useful and, and just exciting as well, you know? Um, and then at the same time, we were reminiscent of like the moments where we talked about creating a podcast in the very first time, like mm -hmm. two, two years ago now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's, it's, it's this time, it's graduation where you look back and you look forward. And um, one of my teachers, Abby, she always talks about, and that's in a physical movement practice, you know, when you move through your body, but like, how can you weave the past into the future and the future into the past? Mm -hmm. So your future will become the past. And then the lessons that you've learned from the past will create the future for you, depending on how we're, we're, we're digesting that. And we can play that out in our body as well. So, you know, coming where I'm getting at this is like when you come towards the end of a cycle, yes, there's a new cycle, but it's it's a multi-directional situation. It's not just a full stop and that something's ending. Mm. You're looking forward, you're looking back, you're looking inward, you're looking outwards. And so in that way, you almost, you, you want to give yourself a bit of time and space. And that's what we decided because we were talking about, are we going to shift over into a new, you know, series, like right from the next yeah. 
like next recording and we were both feeling like now it needs a little bit of a couple of weeks just a little bit of time to kind of really materialize and come together and also so we can actually just hang and celebrate like all the exciting conversations mm. we've had over these 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 years you know and so I think if you're working with that yourself at the moment and you feel like one cycle is coming to the end, another cycle is starting to begin, probably more coming to an end and more coming to starting new, but just starting to kind of, it's a point where we can lose our footing because we don't know to look back, should look forward, you know, should look inward, should look outward. So if you can sort of adopt practices that ground you into your body, if you can be aware of your breath throughout the day, mm-hmm. when you're cooking, whatever you're doing, anything that pulls you into this moment. So you, you sort of come into yourself and from that vantage point, then you look back and you look forward instead of being drawn too much into the past and, you know, maybe not wanting to let go of or you, mm. you're running away from it or the same with the future where, where all those fears about the future come up or the grasping, I wish that was already a reality, you know? So I think in these times, while we're going in all directions, any practice, anything you can do just to ground yourself. And even as you're listening that, if you're walking, feel the, you know, the earth beneath your feet, if you're sitting somewhere, just really feel your pelvis getting heavier, notice your breath. You don't need to like forcefully deepen it, but just notice the breath mm-hmm. coming in and out and moving your body. So there are simple things to, I think, to, to navigate those crossroads um, with a little more elegance and also with more awareness, I think. Mm. And like, just picking up on what you're saying there, um, you know, because a lot of what we're chatting about here, like, you know, you could reference back to that. This is what we chat about all the time in the sense, but different episodes, like, so in this mm. space of, you know, for people who are maybe running businesses, but applies to life in general, like, cause we're always, there's always cycles ending in small ways every day mm. and in larger ways, like, but like in choosing to go, okay, we need this breathing space to see what really this wants to be in the next phase. There's mm-hmm. the trust that is there. Like there's a trust in the divine timing. There's the, there's, we're not letting the, oh my God, if we disappear for three weeks, we'll, you know, we'll be back at square one. Like, do you know, like, mm-hmm. will, will people yeah. have disappeared off the face of the earth? Like, yeah. will people like forget about us? <laughs> and there's none of that there. Do you know, like, mm-hmm. because you're going, if this thing wants to continue, it continues. And if it decides it is the full stop, it decides it's the full stop. Like, do you know, mm-hmm. like, so a lot of things that we've shared in the, in all the episodes over the last two years are really applicable to the space. So even in our own lives, we can be looking at like, you know, if I'm in these transitional spaces rather than like what we constantly do, finish one job into the next one relationship, possibly into the next, we don't give ourselves the self the space to digest the life mm. to really consider what do I need in this moment like is it just actually space for myself do you know like you know to not to be in a relationship maybe just a couple of weeks before start looking for another job so I can really think about mm, what kind of job maybe do I really want like rather than going oh well it has to be sort of very much like the last one like or the same maybe with a person that we're planning to date going well like sort of similar to the last one bigger hand like you know, mm. we're actually given consideration to what we want to bring into life, like what we want to bring through ourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and with that, I think just this, uh, this whole idea of, I uh, just get on with, <laughs> with it, you know, I think we're losing a lot of wisdom in that and a lot of ripening because a lot of times we're also reactive, you know, we do it in, in, in how we raise our children where we are like, I definitely don't want to be like mom and dad, or I want to do it exactly like mom and dad, depending on, you know, yeah. which traits they had in weird different areas. Um, the same with our job. Like I, you know, I definitely don't want a boss like that again, or, you know, that like the type of job, definitely not, or, you know, you know, so we're ping ponging in reactivity 
community. And so when we have a little bit of time, what really what we're putting, we're putting some distance between us and, and, and sort of the event. And with a bit of distance, we oftentimes get a more organic view on things and go like, do you know what? Yeah, the boss was out of line a few times, but really me and my boundary game wasn't strong. <laughs> so before I go into the next relationship let's tidy up what i can tidy up in my own and in, in like in my own doing you know like okay i'm gonna practice that a little bit and bring awareness into that and at the same time also go like i would like a boss that is a little more you know sensitive to my needs fair enough you know mm-hmm. but it's 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 i feel like it's this time where the wisdom is sort of percolating and and distilling it's like when you look at the breath in breath practice say we have the inhalation the exhalation and technically in the breathing cycle there's actually a pause between both of them so at the end of the inhalation is a little pause naturally at the end of the exhalation there's a little pause when we're stressed when we're rushing on those pivotal mm. points disappear and so the inhalation goes into the x and the x goes into the end and we live that literally because you know one day goes into the next one year goes into the next and all of a sudden we're waking up it's like holy shit like what did i do the last 10 years like how did i end up you know, feeling like this in my body, like how did I end up in this relationship and, and so on. So we have these these cycles of beginning and ending like in the macrocosm and in such a small thing as, as our breath. So by by understanding that and giving ourselves time when you're more relaxed and you can do that the next time you're like in a bath or you're looking at a, you know, sunset or whatever it is um, or listening to good music, just notice how the, the pauses in the breath naturally sort of develop and that's your natural state and I think that gives us a good indication of when we take that into our life how often do we rush from one to the next and it's right in that like there are so many meditations that focus around the pause there's so many breath practices that actually help us to cultivate the pause that quietness where you're not doing one and not doing the other I think collectively we're not just not breathing correctly in that way anymore we're also living in such a rush that we are missing those the pause mm. where wisdom has been distilled. And so we're rushing through and we're sort of like missing the gold, right? We've been mining and mining and mining. And then when it actually starts to show up, we just, we're not, we're not present. We're not integrating it. So I think um, when you look across all of, all of the different like avenues of your life at the moment and you just see maybe one or two threads that are coming to an end, what can you do in a pragmatic way? You know, not for all of us, it's feasible to not have a job for a couple of weeks, you know, um, but what the way you said it, can you phase in one, the new job looking for that earlier on, or is it something as simple as, you know, practice and home, deeper breathing, slowing yourself down all the different ways, noticing as you're moving from one foot to the other, as you're shifting from upstairs to downstairs and you have, they're all seemingly so insignificant ways, but the way we build is how we do one thing is how we do everything. So if you can create a little more room and pause in, in some of the aspects in your life and your breathing and, and how you speak to people, it starts to ripple into the other parts that may be a little bit harder initially to, to get cracking, mm. you know. There's also in those spaces then, like you're going to have access to your intuition, like your deep inner mm. knowing, like because when you're in the spaces of the pause and all there, like you're able to actually maybe hear yourself. So that'll be a thing that will be really supportive to you and whether you're starting things midway through things, no matter where in the cycle of life you are with different aspects of your world. Like, but it's, it's that there that is, in a sense, the driving force then. Like, can I attune to that as much, if not more, than I attune to the inner critic that way? Like, are all the other little 
voices in my head that are telling me not to do things or to stay that stay safe, stay in that mm-hmm. comfort zone. Like, and there's nothing wrong with a comfort zone either because it can work for us. But if it's really limiting you against what's really deep inside you looking to come forth, like, so to me, it's like that, that grows that seed of our intuition, which I think is key in those moments, no matter where we're in life, to really be able to listen to our deep inner knowing, like. Mm, yeah. I mean, there, there is a, is a, is a, is a thing in, in, in the deeper yoga practices where there is an involuntary pause, actually. So it's you're accessing meditation to such a point that when you arrive at, at such a peaceful state, so deep in meditation, the breath actually naturally suspends. So there's no more breathing, but it's not you holding the breath. <laughs> it's quite different. And we get that sometimes when we were say like, it took my breath away, you know, it's like awe inspiring, but we get that in meditation. So there is, there is something very sacred and something very special right in the middle of that. And I feel like there's an aspect of our being that remembers that there's a mm. part of us that really indulges and enjoys that. And then there is our ego, which is trying to keep us safe. Isn't so like, do you know what? <laughs> You're going to know where you're going. Uh, and so I'm going to give you lots of thoughts to think about. So there's a part of us mm-hmm. that like is freaking out where another, while another part is like really enjoying, you know, and understanding that connection. So it's around navigating those two voices within us. I think mm-hmm. that that also depends on how much access we get to that wisdom. You cannot just suppress your ego. You cannot just mm. suppress your fears. Like, you know, it's so much about acknowledging them and being present with them and having like an inner conversation with them is like, hey, what are you trying to tell me here? And like, what are you pointing at? It's like, okay, that's good. I'm okay, I, I take that in. I acknowledge that. I'm spending some time reflecting on that. And and now you need to give me a couple of moments and just back off. Let me digest that. So that we're not making all of our decisions from from the ego, from the from the fear mm. base, right? But I think it's really important that we acknowledge that as romantic as you can say, sound graduation energy and like we're floating in between, you know. Um it can come in a huge amount of sort of fear or usually comes with both. And mm. just to allow ourselves to be present to all of that and use all of that to inform us. I think that that's really important as well. Mm. Lovely. I think we'll end it there. So everybody, thank you very much for joining us on our season two and for the last two years. And we will be back in the next few weeks at some stage. Um, so keep a little eye out. And as always, um, let us know how you find the podcast. Give us a little stars on those platform things. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you'd like, it helps with our visibility and all. And I'd love maybe, to yeah. hear also what sort of, you know, not necessarily what your favorite episode was, but what sort of thought sort of inspired the biggest ripple within you, you know? So if you can give us like the episode or, or like maybe a theme that just really resonated with you and it's not, we're not doing this so we can produce more around that. It's it's not a business strategy. It's genuinely out of curiosity because yeah. we were talking about earlier how much we miss actually seeing everyone in, in real world. So that would be a beautiful way of mm. like for us as well to finish off the two years to hear just what really resonated with you. So a brief email or a text or a DM or in all the ways you can reach us would be just really beautiful to hear from you. Yeah. yeah. And you are at BB Dalman on Instagram mm-hmm. and I'm at the thirsty soul and info at sacred-voyages.com and we look forward to connecting very soon and take care bye we'd like to thank you for listening to the Earth School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and BB Dalman 
If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdalman.com and thethirstysoul.com.